The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you needed. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home, cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie. I am live in studio today, and uh, I'm happy to be here, and I I hope you all enjoyed Last week's pre-recorded show with uh, with Jim, I had a great time. Uh, it's always a good time to get to spend an hour with Jim and talk to him about lawn and garden stuff because he's just so smart and he always brings up new ideas and different things to think about, and it was a blast. So I hope you enjoyed that show, uh, and uh, I am back this week to uh, talk to you live. So if you'd like to be a part of the show, I would absolutely love to talk to you. I always love talking to you folks. You can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. I do have a couple of different things uh, to talk about today, but I always enjoy getting a chance to talk to all of you folks out there. I hope you're enjoying uh, the weather. <laughs> I guess it may be enjoying the weather. I don't you know if you're that kind of person. I enjoy the weather this time of year uh, myself, uh, although it winter sure showed up very, very quickly. It feels like um, I was start, I was actually trying to think about it when I, I think the very first year I moved here, I was mowing lawns. It was before I worked for Zamzo's. I, actually, it would have been, I just would have started Zamzo's just a little bit after uh, this, but I was mowing lawns and, um, I remember it snowing like the week of Thanksgiving. And I think that was the first time in my life I'd ever been around where, you know, where it was, it snowed before Thanksgiving. And here we are, it snowed before, uh, well before Thanksgiving this year. So, uh, lots of things to talk about in the lawn and garden, even though, you know, it is getting cold and, and we've got that crazy weather happening. Um, we've got a few things to talk about there. So it looks like we already got a phone call. So let's go ahead and talk to uh, Todd in Meridian. Todd, how's it going? How can we help you today? Oh, pretty good. Hey, I had a question. I got a Thanksgiving Christmas cactus that's looking pretty sick. It actually bloomed out, but it's just really kind of drooping over all of the all of the greenery. You know, all of the stems of it are all kind of drooping over the pot. It's not looking that great i'm wondering what should i put on that is this is this one that you just got or have you had it for a little while No, i've had it for years okay and so um okay you've had it for years okay so i would probably guess that if it's been in is it been in the same pot this whole time um no we repotted it a couple years ago okay into a bigger pot 
Okay. Um, it, it might be, you know, two years is a good uh, amount of time and a lot of growth. It might be time to, um, to repot it again. Um, so that's mm-hmm. one thing to consider, especially if it's kind of already done, it's blooming. Um, if it's kind of finished with that, it may be a good time to repot it. And what you can actually do, um, if you don't want to go into a bigger pot, you can probably um, divide that up pretty easily. Um, right. you know, and, and, and make it, you know, a couple of plants and you might even be able to take care of a couple of Christmas gifts that way. Um, mm-hmm. but that's the first, one of the first things I would look at if it's, um, if it's kind of just overgrowing the pot, there's nothing to say that you can't do a little bit of pruning and actually some of those prunings can actually turn into new p- plants as well. So you can actually start right. those into new plants, um, just from some of those cuttings. So that's another thing that you can do as far as. What you would want to do, I think, you know, if you did the, if you repotted it and did that transplant, you're going to go through some transplant shock where it's not going to look, you know, super great for a little bit, but you'll cover a lot of that because when you think about, you know, that potting soil that you use, it's going to run out of anything available for that plant to use as far as nutrition goes. So, um, a little bit of thrive could also be helpful. Usually you don't do a lot of fertilizing in the winter on the house plants, but, um, especially if it just bloomed, you know, it's used up a lot of resource. It's kind of done its thing. Um, a little bit of fertilizer wouldn't be too bad. You'd just do about a tablespoon of, uh, thrive to a gallon of water. That's all you'd need. It's not very much fertilizer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that'll take care of it as well. So, you know, aside from the other things, you know, if you've had it for this long, I'm going to say you're probably doing a lot of things right. So I probably can't give you a lot of, you know, things that you, you might mm-hmm. be doing wrong, but just some of the other things to consider, like, you know, if it's near the air vent or, you know, with the, the time, the, the, the changes in how the sun is coming into the house, those sorts of things change pretty drastically this time of year. So you might need to do a little bit of adjusting for those. Um, but if you're getting it to the point where it's blooming, you know, blooming, uh, you know, when it's supposed to and, and doing its thing, I think you're doing a pretty good job. And I think it sounds to me mostly like it's just time to, uh, time to get it into a, a new pot and with some new soil. Okay. Great. I'll give it a try then. Thank All right. You. Yeah. Fantastic. And if you need some help with, uh, you know, that transplanting or, um, you know, dividing them up or even doing some of those uh, cuts, um, you were in Meridian. I would say if you, um, you know, you're close to like our Chinden location um, right. or our Overland location, both of those uh, places have some really good plant people that would love to help you with a project like that. Perfect. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call, Todd. I appreciate it. Um, I was actually thinking about talking about houseplants in a little while, um, but I do have a few other things to talk to before we get to that. Thanks for that call, Todd. I appreciate it. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can do that 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The first thing I wanted to talk about um, as far as just some news stuff going on at the Zamzos is we are very close to the time where Christmas trees are going to be showing up. And uh, which is hard to believe that it's uh, it's almost the end of the year again. It feels like it was just the end of last year. Uh, but Christmas trees are going to be showing up. They come in the uh, week of Thanksgiving, so they should be landing at uh, your local Zamzos around the twenty second, twenty third, or so, depending on the weather. Hopefully, the trucks don't uh, run into any issues on their way over from uh, the tree farms. And they get into the stores okay, um, but uh, mark those on your calendar if you if you're interested or you know you want to get that real tree, getting them fresh. We do have a short time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's actually I think 
uh, it's Thanksgiving is a little bit late um, as it uh, you know comes around every few years. It doesn't seem like that, but it's a shorter amount of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So um, getting that tree up early, you'll be able to enjoy uh, the fresh smell and, uh, and just just joy that comes with having a live tree because it is really nice. No judgments if you want to do the fake trees at all. I've done those. Even though I worked for Zamzos, I've done a few fake trees over the years. Um, but we've kind of gone back to the live tree because they are just so nice. We've got two different varieties as we have for the last few years. We've got the Noble, which is one that I really enjoy. Nobles have a great smell to them, very strong branches, lots of space in between them. And we've got the Nordman fir again, and that's another great, great tree. Um, we got a Nordman last year and it holds on to its needles like a champ. Like I don't think I had to sweep up, you know, aside from bringing it into the house and getting it all set up, you know, there's a little bit of needle drop there. But after that, man, it, it there was no problems with needles. Not not anything dropped, um, hardly at all um, during that entire time. So, so consider that those are going to be landing here in just another week or so. Um, actually, what are we on the twelfth? Yeah, so you're looking at just about ten days or so um, before it's time to start thinking about a Christmas tree. So. Think about Zamzos. If you want to get one, we'll have a bunch. So, all right, looks like we got uh, about time for a break. So let's go ahead and hit that up. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please give us a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. We'll be right back here on the Zamzos Garden Show. The Zamzos Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Joss Samzo, and many folks who have recently moved to Boise have traditionally used a chemical lawn service to fertilize their lawn. But what a lot of people don't know is that here in the Treasure Valley, Zamzo's has developed a five-step annual lawn program that's easy to apply yourself. Not only that, but Zamzo's lawn program was designed by my dad, Jim Zamzo, to be biologically correct and work in our high desert Treasure Valley soils. And when you sign up for Zamzo's lawn program, you get five applications that feed your lawn from spring to fall. We store it for you and even loan you a spreader to apply it with for free. Remember, you can purchase or renew your Zamzo's lawn program at any of our 13 stores or conveniently online at zamzos.com. And if you act before December 24th, you get next year's program at this year's lower price. So if you're looking to cut costs in 2023 and have a better looking lawn that's kid, pet, and environmentally friendly, hire yourself and make the switch to Zamzo's Biologically Correct Lawn Program. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part two, the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, today we are taking phone calls. We got lots of uh, I got I got a handful of things to talk about. But if you want have things you want to talk about, I would always rather do that. So please give us a call two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero or one eight hundred five two nine KBOY. We did get a phone call during the break, so let's go ahead and talk to Lori in Nampa. Lori, how's it going? How can we help you today? Hi, I'm so glad that you answered my call. Absolutely. Uh, my husband and I have a very large pot filled with uh, hens and chicks yeah. plants. And it was just, oh, beautiful, rounded on the top. We kept it alive all last winter in an unheated sunroom. Yeah. And in the spring, it lost a lot of its under leaves, but it was still, you know, during the summer, it kind of picked back up again. So we had it outside. And because I read that you don't have to do anything with them in the winter. They winter over outside fine. But when it was getting down to the teens one night, I just lightly covered it. Sure. uh, A sheet of plastic. Yeah. 
Now, and, and it just bombed. Everything yeah. is just winging down now and limp. I don't know. Is there any way to revive it or save it? Well, um, and so that just, okay. So it, just here recently when it got super cold, it was having a hard time. Um, and then so did you last, you said last year you didn't have it outside during the winter. You had it inside. It was yeah in what we call a sunroom. Right. It's not heated at all. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of things I'm thinking here, uh, Lori. It, was it outside all summer? Yes, it, it was. was outside. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So now hen and chicks are a perennial, and they can handle the winter just fine. When they're in a pot, it changes things up a little bit um, because the pot, uh, the it te- what happens with the pot is that it it, it will it, because it's not insulated by the rest of the soil that's around it. It can freeze a little, uh, quite a bit faster than it probably than it normally would, and so that can actually kind of shock it. I think main, mainly it's it just kind of got shocked by you know such a drastic dip in temperature. Um, as far as the plastic on there, I don't know if that you know it could have had something to do with it. One one of the things that happens with um, with plastic, especially if it sits right on the plant, um, sometimes that doesn't cause like help with the the really cold freeze. Um, the one of the tricks, the plastics can be a little too heavy and it can be touching too much of the plant. Like when you use the fabrics, um, they're usually a lot lighter. And what they're doing is they're, they're actually kind of just sitting just above a lot of the foliage. And so when that frost comes and sits on it, it's not pushing down. It's kind of just laying on that frost blanket. When you've got the plastic, um, it kind of, it can, it can do some different things and it could even have even been, um, you know, it could have even been holding too much heat there, um, and causing kind of a, a, a some effects that way. So it's tough to say for sure, mm-hmm. um, exactly what went wrong. Um, I think it's just kind of the, the drastic drop more than anything and being in the pot. So what I would probably do if, if you can is I, is it a really big pot or is it pretty, are you able to move it pretty well? Or it's a, it's a very large pot. And since that happened, uh, you know, a few days ago, my husband and I were able to move it back into that sunroom. Oh, okay. I mentioned okay. And interesting, we have three other smaller pots of the same plant. Yeah. Which were outside that same night. And uh, two others I covered as well. One I didn't. And those all look perfectly fine. Those ones they are all fine. Yeah, in yeah. smaller pots. So it might, yeah. And so that can have to do with like the location and, you know, how it might have been hit, getting hit by some sun or, you know, you, you we kind of, there's kind of these little microclimates, they call them, kind of get, you know, form around our house. And so it could be something like that. I think um, they'll probably recover just fine. The roots on those are pretty strong. You might get some die off, you know, where it, it, it dies completely. But I think, um, if it were me, I would probably just give them a little bit of thrive. Don't overwater them. Um, you know, clean up some stuff that dies so that it doesn't rot there. You know, just prune it back. You know, if you see something that's like, uh, it's not coming back, just prune it out. Um, don't let it sit there. Um, and just a little bit of thrive and watch your watering. I think being in the sunroom is probably going to be a better spot for it. Um, overall, but there is still some, adjustment there as well going from outside to inside so you you might see some of that transition you know that that kind of um that stress that shock 
um, happen. But a little bit of Thrive will certainly help them and um, and can actually help kind of get you to the point where you might be able to see some new growth before even the end of winter. Um, yeah, and the folds on these things were, were pretty leggy yeah. because it was kind of making a comeback. And so all those legs are just completely drooping down on the outside of the pot. So should mm. I just trim all those off, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I probably would. I would probably just prune them. And you can even, you know, you prune them out and, you know, put them, get some little bit of potting soil, like some seed starting mix or something and uh, some rooting hormone or something. And, you know, try to even transplant them if you can, because those, you know, when it sends, you know, because it's that, that, that stem could still grow some root um, when you prune mm-hmm. it off. And you might even be yeah. able to kind of create some uh, some new chicks, I guess. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. And uh, <laughs> and there you go. And then and then also like the like uh, what with Todd, you might even be able to ha- take care of some Christmas presents with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but That's I think true. I think you yeah. can bring it back just fine. Just like I said, the one of the big things that I and I kind of I try to stress this whenever it comes to these plants, um, you know, that are stressed and they're going through some issues. Don't try to do too much. You know, we tend to kind of freak out and think, oh, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And sometimes what they need is they just need something consistent. They just need to be consistent. They just need to recover. And it'll take some time, but they'll get there. Um, but, you know, we, we tend to kind of start doting on them a little too much, and they really don't need that. They just need to be left alone, and they'll do their thing and just go back to, you know, your basics, watering, you know, on a consistent schedule, a little bit of fertilizer, that Thrive you know, you, you thrive is great because it's such a small amount of fertilizer, but does a, a lot of other things um, that I, th- I think you'll probably you'll probably find it recovers just fine. All right. Well, I'll give it some time. I appreciate your thoughts very much. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for the call, Lori. Appreciate that. Good luck um, with uh, the hen and chicks. My uh, I remember my my grandma always loved her hen and chicks at their. I don't know if they had a house with well, their house in Merrill, Oregon. I don't recall that she had too many there, but I remember the house when I was a young, young man, uh, in, uh, boring Oregon was where that house was. They, she had tons of hens and chicks and she loved them anyway. Um, let's see, uh, we're close to the break, but I can get a couple more things in here. So, um, if you'd like to be a part of the show, you can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBO. I've had some great calls already. Really appreciate that. If you've got anything on your mind, I'd love to talk to you. I got a little bit more news stuff to talk about. Um, mentioned that Christmas trees are coming in. Uh, the, we will be closed on Thanksgiving day. Um, as you know, most places are. Uh, but we will be open on the 25th, the day after Thanksgiving, and that will be the kickoff to our holiday fundraising um, program. Uh, last year, we we did a, a fundraiser, uh, and it was uh, it was fantastic. And I should say, I want to make sure I say this correctly. You, all the people in the Treasure Valley who donated, and we all give, you know, we all give a lot, but and. We were just kind of blown away with what you all gave to the local animal shelters last year. You you all gave uh just like over I think it was just over twenty three thousand dollars. Just absolutely amazing. It was a huge deal um, for those shelters. We and what we're what we're doing this year is um, for a minimum two dollar donation, you're going to get a stocking, um, and that stocking you can fill with. 
dog toys, dog treats, cat toys, cat treats, anything you can fit in the stocking, get 20% off on. So this year, when you, when you give a little bit, you're going to get to save on some new things for your, your pet. You can save those for Christmas or do whatever you want to do with them. But all of that money is going to go to the local shelters. And what we, um, are really excited about getting to do again is we're supporting multiple shelters. We've got, uh, portions of the money, uh, raised at some stores is going to go to the Idaho Humane Society. Portions of the money from other stores is going to go to Pet Haven in Nampa, which is a, a, a cat only shelter. And uh, the other one is the um, Pet Adoption League in Emmett. And portion of the, the proceeds are, are your giving is going to go to them as well. Uh, so we're really excited to uh, be able to support those shelters again this year. Um, they were just over the moon. It was amazing. Um, particularly, you know, Idaho Humane Society does fantastic work and they have a lot of, um, a lot of people that give to them, but some of these smaller shelters, you know, they're really relying on, um, you know, a a much smaller, uh, amount of donation and they, they do some tremendous work. Pet Haven is, is awesome. They've been around for a really long time and it made a huge difference for them last year. And same with Pet Adoption League. I think those were some of the biggest, donations they'd ever single donations they'd ever had and and we're so happy that you all uh participated in that and uh the zamzo family generously matched the donation so it was a big deal so we're going to start that on the 25th going to go through the 24th you know of course you can always give to any of those places um but now is a great time and it means a lot to those folks who uh volunteer their time and and give a lot of uh a lot of their time and energy to uh pets in need so Think about that. Okay, we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back for another segment of the Zamzo's Garden Show here on KBOI. If you want to be a part of the show, give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and even though it's November, it's not too late to apply Zamzo's Recharger, the incredible biologically correct lawn food specially designed to prepare Treasure Valley lawns for fall and winter. You see, when my dad Jim Zamzo formulated Zamzo's Recharger, he doubled the amount of phosphorus and potassium of our regular lawn food. That's because in the fall, your lawn is regenerating itself, and Zamzo's Recharger gives your lawn the nutrients it needs to build a strong, healthy root system. Plus, Recharger slow feeds your lawn all winter long, so when it wakes up in the spring, you have the greenest lawn in the neighborhood. Recharger is step five of the Zamzo's lawn program, but you don't need to be on the program to apply it. You can buy Recharger one bag at a time. But if you do decide to purchase or renew your Zamzo's lawn program for 2023, you can do so at any of our 13 stores or online at zamzos.com. And if you act before December 24th, you get next year's lawn program at this year's lower price. So purchase or renew your Zamzo's lawn program now. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three, the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. I'm live in studio today. So if you'd like to uh, give us a call, if you've got something on your mind, something going on with your plants or your trees, your shrubs, your house plants, whatever it is, give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBY. Winter came fast and a lot of things just you know, it seemed like the trees were holding on to their leaves and everything was green, and then it snowed, and the trees were like, we're out, all the leaves right now. Um, and it, you know, that's just uh, that's what happens. So 
there are still some things we can do. I got one more thing I want to just remind you about. Um, we've got an event coming up. We uh, decided to do uh, an event on December 3rd. It's a Saturday in a couple weeks here. It's going to be a kids' event. Um, we did one similar to this in uh, February of this year, and um, it it's it's a you know it's inside. So if you want to do something with your kids and it's you know you want to do something where it's going to be warm, it's going to be at um, five of our local stores here: uh, our Nampa store, our Overland location, Federal Way, State Street, and Eagle locations. We'll all be doing this kids event, and uh, basically you can bring your kids in and they'll get a tour of the uh, the Zam Zoo. Uh, These are the the area of our store that we have all of our pets that are uh, available for adoption. Uh, and they'll get to, you know, feed, feed some fish, maybe feed some crickets to some reptiles. They might get to pet a snake, uh, pet some rabbits, uh, do lots of things. So they're going to, you know, talk about teaching kids how to, you know, care for animals properly and how to, you know, handle them safely. And, uh, we've got a fun little adoption packet, um, that everybody that comes will get to, to have. And, uh, so if you're looking, you know, if your kids are interested in pets or, you know, you're thinking about getting one for them for Christmas, this would be a great event to learn about it. Cause you know, there's some things when it comes to pets, you know, it, it's, it's the idea of getting them is, is always really exciting. But sometimes like, you know, when you hear what it takes to take care of them, you, you know, you might double think it. And sometimes, you know, and that's good actually, you know, we think of that as kind of a, you know, kind of a downer, but really when you think about it, if, if, uh, there's a reason I didn't get a dog for so long, you know, I couldn't. Imagine handling a dog when my kids were young um, and dealing with, you know, the things that a dog needs. And the same goes for any of those other pets. You've, you've got to get you, you, you need to be able to give them a level of care um, that's appropriate for them. So but chances are there's a good pet out there for everybody. So um, check that out. December 3rd, there will be more information on that coming out soon. And uh, you can uh, you'll be able to find that on our social media and website um, probably have that information up uh next week i imagine so okay so that's uh that's all the the news so to speak the things that are happening over at zamzos um i want to get into a couple of different things that you can do out for uh, you know in the lawn or the garden this time of year because you know like i was saying winter came so quickly it feels like it's all of a sudden it's just super cold and everything happened all at once, but there are still some things um, that we we want to think about as we head into winter, and some things that you can still do. Let's go ahead. Looks like we got Doug on the line, so let's get uh, go ahead and talk to Doug and Rudy. And Doug, how's it going? How can I help you today? It's doing terrible because I keep trying to send you. A I know you. Yeah, you. I got your. I, I I got your message on Facebook there, and I, I couldn't find the picture. So, did you try emailing it to me? Yeah, I have. I stumble on that. So. Okay, <laughs> it's not my best uh, feature. Yeah, per se. Um, but I had um, Petcom come by to give me a estimate on putting um, lights up, and I decided not to do that. Mm. But he says, you know, I was looking at your uh, honey locust, and it looks like you probably need to put that tree and shrub. Um, stuff around that tree also. Yeah, I mean, it's the, yeah, it's not a bad idea. The There's, um, you know, there are a few things. There's a few things that don't, um, the tree and shrub doesn't do a great job on with the honey locust. I have a big honey locust in my front yard, and uh, 
you know, it doesn't get aphids, but it gets this. It's a funny little bug. I think it's called an edgilid. It's like a weird, weird name. Um, but it's a real hmm. small little thing, or it could even just be like a leaf, leaf hopper, leaf crawler. There's a handful of different things, and some of them do better than uh, you know. It does better than others, but I think you were dealing mainly with like some trunk issues where you've got some damage to the trunk, um, and yeah, and that kind of hole in it. Yeah, it's like the inside was chewed out or something, or yeah. someone ran into it, and it just took out the. And it, it wasn't the guy that mows my lawns. Because his lawnmower is a little lower than that. Right. Yeah, no, it looked like it was about knee high or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a tough one. It's if, it's tough to know, and that tree's well established. It's been there for a while, so you know you, you kind of rule out some of the other things. Like sometimes I think about like uh, sun scald. You know, sometimes the damage from sun scald doesn't show up for years later, but I don't think that's what you're dealing with. But I think, you know, the tree and shrubs are really just, it's a good insurance policy. You know, it's, it's something that's going to, it's going to protect anything. And sometimes when you've got a wound like that, new, new bugs and different things can come in. So it's not a bad idea to just do a little bit for them. And, and tree and shrub is an easy one. Um, um, but the, the tree looked, I the tree a... looked fine during the year though, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, this is a second year, I think, that is finally blooming those annoying little um, pods. Yeah, on the locust or the maple? I, yeah, on the locust. Yeah. Uh, it's um, just overwhelming. There's so many of them. Yeah, there. they'll tend to, they'll do that from year to year. They don't, you know, it's funny. Some of them, some, mine doesn't do anything like that. I mean, it will, it will sometimes, but for the most part, it doesn't, it won't have those pods. Um, every year, it's just kind of like an every other year sort of thing. For the first three years here, when I, I moved here, um, we came, I came here in 2015. It was just right after that, um, polar vortex. Yeah. So I have a feeling they kind of did a um, number on the tree. And then I took care of the trees for the next couple of years and it bloomed all those pods on there. You're taking too, but, too good a care um, for it. Well, I know. Um, <laughs> and I'm I'm really sad about my maple. I'm, I did the train shrub on that. Yeah. Like you suggested. And like Gary Andel said. And um, I asked how much it would be for an arborist to mm-hmm. come out and look at it. He's saying he's talking $3,000, and that was a couple of years back. Just look at it. Yeah, that's wild. That seems that seems yeah. kind of crazy. So he said, you know, it'd be a lot cheaper just to use a trim shrub. Yeah, for sure. Around it. And I was wondering maybe with that hole in that tree, um, I remember one of the one of the guys in um the chinin store I first came in, he told me wrap the tree around with that cloth. Yeah. Will that help? No, I it's not one I like to do. Um you know, trees, trees are really resilient, you know, and a whole, you know, while it seems like, um, you know, and it can't, it can be bad, but you know, usually trees, these sorts of things happen to trees all the time. They, and and you're doing all the right things, you know, you feed it, you, you take care of it. Um, you know, you're, you're doing the tree and shrub on it. So you're doing all those things that the tree needs to stay healthy. And when it has something Mm -hmm. like this, when it has everything it needs, it will recover on its own. I always think about it, you know, um, you know, trees have been around for a really long time, and uh, yeah. and there's a lot of trees that don't require any maintenance on our part, and they do just fine. And you know, terrible things happen to them. They get struck by lightning. They get you know 
bugs happen, all sorts of things like that happen to trees all over the place, and we don't have anything to do with it, and they do just fine. So I think yeah. as long as everything's in balance, you've got your, you've, you've fed them, you've, you've done all those things, it's going to recover just fine. In you know a couple of years, that hole's gonna, you're not, you're gonna forget that was even there. It'll heal it over, and uh, mm-hmm. and you, it'll probably be, you know, no worse for the wear. I'm just worried. I'm just um, praying for the springtime for the my maple tree that's all the leaves have died on me. Yeah, it's that. tough. It's and, tough. Um, hopefully, it will come back. And if not, I'm going to have to dig it out and put a new. Yeah, thing in. that's the worst. So, well, well, I'm I'm pulling for you there, Doug. I hope it I hope it works out just fine, and I'm sure I'm sure it will. You, you're doing you're taking care of it, so. Thanks, Nolan. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for the call. And if you if you can if you can get it, or even if you can get to you know one of the stores with the picture, you know, like if uh, you head over to Chinden, you talk to them and say, "Hey, I'm Doug. I talked to Nolan on the radio show. I've got this picture. Maybe they can." <laughs> this sounds funny, but maybe they can take a picture of it on your phone and send it to me. Maybe maybe that's how we can do it. Or you know we can we can always try to work something out. I'm sorry, you know maybe uh, let me t- I'll reach out to you this week, Doug. Maybe we can work something out and I can try to meet you at a store because I'm going to try to get to a store or two here next week. So, all right, thanks for the call, Doug. Uh, we've got one more segment here, of the Zamzos Garden Show. We're going to go to a quick break and we will come back in just a moment here on KBOI. The Zamzos Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and one of the original premium tire companies used to have a saying, it's not how much you pay per tire, it's how often you have to pay it. In one ad, they showed a picture of a little baby sitting alongside of a tire with a caption that said, there's a lot riding on your tires. Well, in today's world, for many people, pets are their children. So what you feed them is super important, not only for their health and happiness, but also for their longevity. But what many people don't know is that feeding a premium pet food costs no more than what you're feeding now. That's because you can feed so much less. For example, with our top-selling Grandma Z's chicken and vegetable food, a big dog only eats two cups per day. That's because Grandma Z's is dense food with quality nutrients and no fillers. If price is an issue, we have entry-level foods like our Zamzo's Chunk and Zamzo's Pro Sport that both come in a 40-pound bag. So regardless of your budget, if you're feeding a grocery store food, you can do better. So come see us at Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Meridian under the bright yellow water tower. News talk doesn't have to be boring. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10, it's Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. we got one more segment here. If you'd like to get a call in, you can do that at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Let's go ahead and talk to Bill in Gooding. Bill, how's it going? How can we help you today? Oh, it's going great. Today's question relates to my dog. Now, he's a Springer Spaniel, and he's had lots of allergy problems. Mm. And so the vet prescribed this HA, hydrolyzed dog food, and he's doing well on it, but it's extremely expensive. Yeah. You know, like 120 bucks for a 25-pound bag. Yeah. So I was wondering about Grandma Z. What can you tell me about it and, you know, and dog, you know, skin allergies? Yeah. So, well, so first of all, I'm not a vet. <laughs> you know, you've, yeah, uh, you know, I so know, that's, that's the, that's the first thing, you know, is I, I just have experience. I, I, I don't, I have no degree in animal health. We have some, you know, Cali Zamzo 
um, studied uh, pet nutrition and, you know, you know, basically could have been a vet um, and, and Jim Zamzo. So we, we've just, we've got that experience a long time. So when it comes to allergies, a lot of times there can be a number of things. What we, what we've tended to find is that sometimes it's, it's really just, you know, it's not that our dogs are allergic to an ingredient. It's the food that we were feeding had too much of it. So, for instance, corn, it, you know, was used in a lot of dog foods for a long time. And what happened yeah. was it became, you know, corn was the main ingredient in a lot of those really cheap dog foods. Mm. And when your dog's just eating corn, they can survive, but a lot of bad things start to happen to their body. You know, if you imagine us just eating corn, um, you know, we could live for a really long time, but we're not getting a balanced meal. So a lot of times... Sometimes it can be something very simple like that, like the food that was on before. Um, and did you, before you went to the, the one that the, the vet uh, recommended or prescribed, did you try some other foods leading up to that or did it just go to that? Well, I, no, I, I was, you know, I was just pretty much, what else, it was a supermarket food, but it was, you know, top brand. Yeah. You know, what I thought was a quality food and like that, any Went along for four or five years and was fine. Yeah. And he's seven now, but the last two years we've been, well, actually most of the last year we haven't had it because he's been on this other food. But yeah. um, we fought it for a year. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, they give him some type of pills and yeah. this and that for allergies and whatever, and it didn't do the job. So, but I could say it's stuff so expensive. I would just, yeah. I mean, and, if, if that's the only thing that's work, I'm still buy it. But yeah, I, like, absolutely. Yeah. It, and in switching can, switching food can be can, is always a bit of a challenge because it you know it kind of it it can give them an upset stomach a little bit and and it, it takes a little while to to be able to see if there's aside from that upset stomach from the switching you know you got to give it some time to see if any of the stuff comes back so what we've had a lot of luck with um, you know with people that have had dogs. Um, with allergies and, you know, skin irritations and things like that. Our Grammazies, um, uh, uh, Idaho trout and potato um, has been a tremendous food. That's what I've had our pup on um, since we got her. That's what she's been eating. Um, and what we've found is that uh, it is a grain-free, and that's another thing, um, you know, to think about as well. Some dogs, you know, grain-frees aren't necessarily always the best, but sometimes it can eliminate that potential for um, an allergy. So it might be something, um, if I were going to recommend one, that would be one I would start with because lots of meat, it's a fish protein, um, there's a lot of it, it's balanced with fat, proper amounts of fat, it doesn't have grains, and it's got... Um, other things to balance out um, the fact that it doesn't have grains because there's some concerns about that and, and, and heart conditions, but it's really a matter of uh, a lack of another ingredient that we, we do add to it. So I would consider something like that. Now, what before you do that, what I would do, what I would really recommend you do is keep a, a panel of the ingredient label on the food that you're eating now, you're feeding now and compare that yeah. to another food and really look at like where the ingredient um, locations are, you know, where does the meat, where does the protein come in? Where's the fat? Where's, you know, this and that, uh, where are those things located in the ingredient label? And what you might find is that, you know, there's, there could be a food out there that's very, very similar. Um, and, and it might, might do great, but, um, it's something uh, that you could certainly try, 
and you know see if some of the uh, the symptoms come back and if they do you know you you know you've got something that you can lean back on um, yeah and and that might you know that might be a, a kind of a direction you can go with it um, and well, even think, even balancing yeah. it out trying out some other things too like um, this is some one of the things I kind of think about sometimes and I do this on occasion is you know giving my dog something that's a little bit different like giving them a raw food. Um, you know, like a frozen yeah. raw or, you know, just something to kind of mix it up a little bit, you know, cause it, you know, we think about, um, you know, if you think about a bag of dog food, like the only thing our dogs get is what's in that bag of dog food and dogs yeah. don't have the same human reaction to food as we do, you know, like they don't, they don't sit down to a meal and go like, Oh, isn't this great? I love eating food. They just, I'm hungry. <laughs> I need fuel. I eat food. That's it. Right. Um, so, you know, they don't have that same reaction to it, but, um, but if, if it's not in that food and their body needs something else, sometimes supplementation can be another thing to kind of help with some of those things as well. So that's why I like to give them, you know, I give Opal like a little bit of raw food every now and then, you know, try to give them a little Mm -hmm. bit of, you know, some things to just kind of mix it up a little bit. Okay. I think I'll probably try that grandma's ease and. I don't know. I'm, I wonder about like feeding it every other day or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You can that, do something. Yeah, just mix that up a little bit. And usually when you switch, you want to kind of do it gradually over a week, too, if you're going to switch it over. Um, but even something like that, you know, if it kind of helps you spread that other bag out a little bit longer, you know, that could just be yeah. helpful um, as well, especially if you see that they're doing just as well. You know, if the if yeah. symptoms aren't coming back, um, then, you know, you might be just fine. So, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for the call, Bill. Okay, so we've got about a minute and a half here, two minutes. Okay, let's go to Amy in Meridian. Amy, if we get close to the break, I might need to uh, put you on hold and I can finish up uh, answering your question after the show. But what? how can I help you today? Uh, I have two tree issues, and I'll keep it real short. But the first thing I want to say is we use Idaho trout on our dogs, and they absolutely love it. Oh, awesome. And we've tried other things, and we always we just go back to that every time and now we've used it consistently for yeah. about three years and they love it. Other, yeah. Other than that, the drawbacks, they have fish breath, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two tree issues. Uh, I have giant weeping sequoia Okay. and we've had them for four years. They've done really well. Last summer I noticed underneath they were turning orange and it felt like they were drying out. So I've yep. given them some extra water with my hose, just drip water for hours, and then I'd move it from tree to tree, and they seem to kind of bounce back. I've done that all this summer, but toward the end of the summer, the same thing. Yep. They were getting real dry underneath, dropping needles. I did, I do thrive. Um, I don't know if it is a water issue or what could be happening. Um, I think you're just seeing a natural needle drop. Um, if you're seeing it around the same time every year, um, over the last few year or so, I think that's a normal, very normal needle drop. Sequoias are going to drop old needles over, over time, especially if they're underneath and lower on the tree. Mm-hmm. That's the oldest, oldest part of the tree. Okay. And those, that part of the tree okay. is going to drop it. Amy, I do have to, we are up on the break, but please stay on the line because you said you had another question and let me help you with that one, um, here just after the show. So just please stay on the line and I will pick you up here in just a moment. Thank you all for the calls. It's fantastic. I really appreciate it. Um, I will be here next week here in the Zamzo's Garden Show. So I look forward to talking to you then. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.
Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and all 13 Zamzos have just received a new shipment of houseplants, which are the perfect way to beautify your home for the holidays. All Zamzos now have a nice variety of Christmas cactus and Norfolk Island pines. Both are great indoor plants and are the perfect way to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays while adding a warm, festive look to your home. Remember, houseplants are a great way to increase oxygen and remove carbon dioxide in your home. Houseplants can also reduce stress and add to your sense of well-being, not to mention just being downright beautiful. And with this new shipment, our selection and variety of houseplants is great at all 13 Zamzos. So if you're looking for something to brighten your mood now that it's getting dark so early, come check out our new shipment of houseplants, including Christmas cactus and Norfolk Island pines at your neighborhood Zamzos. 13 stores to serve you, including our original Fairview store, located at the corner of Fairview and Liberty for almost 90 years. Nobody knows like Zamzos.